When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Stop Talking, Take Action, Get Results. Get the knowledge you need from Jen Duplessis with more than 35 years in business and as an entrepreneur and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. Also, be sure to check out Jen's book, Launch, How to Take Your Business to New Heights. Available on Amazon. For a signed copy, contact Jen at jenduplessis.com. Now, here is national and international speaker and coach, Jen Duplessis. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to Stop Talking, Take Action, Get Results with Jen Duplessis. And I am so excited today because I have a really wonderful guest with me in Colleen Beggs, or Biggs, sorry, Colleen, Colleen Biggs. <laughs> and, um, you know, I had a really, a really, really great um, time with her when we went to retreat together in Phoenix and stayed up till two in the morning, mm-hmm. putting on face masks. We <laughs> did. Yeah, with Andrew Steele, who's the lead actor for the Wishman movie, which is about Frank Shankwitz, which is why we were all there, you know, part of the reason we were there. We had so much fun together, and we hit it off so well that, you know, I said, you have to have to be on our um, my show, on the podcast. So let me take this opportunity to introduce her to all of you. Um, you know what? I'm I, Actually, I'm not going to read your bio, because what I want to tell you, <laughs> what I want to tell you about Colleen is... There's some incredible, incredible things that she's doing. Um, she does uh, Lead Up for Women, which is a weekly Voice America radio show. And it's all about helping and supporting women entrepreneurs and when, women in general, just women in general. She um, is married and she has, uh, you'll correct me, how many grandkids? 12, 20, 19? Oh, come on, girl. <laughs> I got, I got nine, nine grandkids and two more on the way. There we go. Nine grandkids and two more. I mean, just a lots of kids, lots and lots of kids all the time. I'm so jealous because I only have three. But um, so she's she's doing that as well. She's also um, a black belt. So be careful. And, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll have the gun and she'll have the karate going on. Right. And um, but she also travels around the country putting on these little pop up um, lead up women conferences, which she's going to tell us about. Um, just really bringing in, you know, some local people and some national um, speakers to share their stories so that women can regain that power back, um, not, you know, have that confidence, that build that confidence to improve their business, to improve themselves, etc. So wouldn't you say that was a pretty good intro without a bio? Very good intro. Okay, excellent. Well, Colleen, you did thank your you. homework, so girl. You did your homework. <laughs> thank you. So I didn't actually. It was just our conversations. Thank God. Um, but uh, so thank you so much for joining me here today. You know, um, one of the things that that I really strive in this particular podcast is, um, and you can tell by the name of the podcast, right? That uh, you know, so many people talk about doing things, but they don't actually take action to do it. Or if they take action and they stumble once, then they stop, right? And so they don't get the results. And this happens in coaching, it happens in sports, it happens in business, it happens with relationships. 
And really our focus here is that personal and professional development and growth for everyone who's listening in, okay? So that said, I know, yeah. So uh, we wanna make sure that we leave people with some actionable items to make a difference in their lives, right? So mm -hmm. before we get started with me asking a few questions, I'd love for you to share a little bit more about Lead Up for Women and what's coming up recently, or recently, but what's coming up in the next couple of months or so that you're excited about that you'd like to share with everyone and maybe expand on exactly what Lead Up for Women is and how it started. Sure. Thank you, by the way, Jen, for having me on your podcast today. I'm super excited to be here. So it's wonderful to join you and uh, it was wonderful having you on our show as well. So um, you are the epitome of women that are part of the members of Lead Up for Women and Lead Up for Women started because of my struggles that I had in corporate America and all of the labels that I allowed people to put on me and I really got stuck here and I was limiting myself here. And I think as women, we tend to do that a lot because we either think we aren't good enough or I couldn't possibly be an amazing mother and have a dynamic career at the same time and not feel guilty. And then I had grandkids and then I was traveling around the country for a company. And I remember the moment I came home and my two-year-old granddaughter at that time um, wouldn't come to me. And, yeah, she just... It, I had been away, I hadn't seen her in probably almost two months, and she's super young, and she just wouldn't come to grandma. And that broke my heart, and I told my husband, I said, I just, I, so I took a step back, and I didn't travel for about a month. And at that point, I really realized I knew that I wanted to uh, do something different. And I had been kind of feeling that itch for a long time, and I think many women and men listening to your podcast can relate with this where you know something's on your heart and you know it's there and you know you have a purpose because we all do. We all have a purpose, right? And Lead Up for Women is there to help women act on that purpose, act on what's in their heart. So we're actionable. And I'm so glad that you said that because it's not about staying stuck or sitting around or being mediocre or and it's not that you have, it's not about leaving corporate America and starting your own business. And some, you know, some comments are made every once in a while that would lead you to believe that we're here to empower women to, um, you know, screw corporate America and step out on your own. That's not what it's about. And that's not even what I did. I worked at my career for 17 years and retired. Um, yeah. And I think it's what you're saying is that it's just, you know, finding your own, it, I think sometimes power can be overused <laughs> the word, but, yeah. but it really is, it's like, fine. I don't know. I kind of see it's like confidence, you know, um, finding my confidence to, yeah. um, speak up. Right. Yeah. So just like my, yeah, my show is called my podcast, uh, that I do on voice America is called speak up to lead up. Yeah. And really it's about, it's about realizing that, you do not have to wait for anybody else's permission to right. lead your life. And so that's why I named it Lead Up, because you do not have to have a title on your business card. You do not have to have a hefty uh, payroll for someone to be giving you, uh, you know, six figures for you to now be a leader. Right. You 
lead from everywhere. You can lead from any position you're in because the definition of lead is that somebody's following you. It's yeah. not that you have a title that says VP or director, or whatever that may be. And so um, it's really just educating women and, 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 and sharing, having stories shared. They're so powerful and motivating to hear somebody else's story. Sometimes that's what gives us the motivation to say, if she can do it, I can do it too. And yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, the more you surround yourself with people that believe in you, the more that you have a circle of friends that want to want more, that want to learn more, that are always looking to grow and that are supportive of you no matter what you do in your life, Lita for Women's another community like that. And we wanted it to be a community where women could feel safe to share their stories, to grow. We do monthly webinars. We have a webinar coming up. You had asked about our upcoming events. We have a webinar coming up on the 13th of August, and those are free. Uh, all you have to do is go onto the website at leadupforwomen.com and register under events for the webinar and click on RSVP. And you just jump on your computer from wherever you are. And it's just in August. There's one every single month. Right? Every month. We yep. should make sure everybody knows. Yeah, because yeah, this podcast will be out there forever. Yeah, we started them in June. Yeah. And um, we call it Teaching Tuesday. Right. And it's a Tuesday once a month. And the best part about it is it's a platform for our members to give back to the other members and to everybody who's on the uh, webinar. And what I love about it is um, that member gets to market their business. Mm -hmm. They get to give back for an hour, uh, but then we record them and then we put them in our library. So they become learning resources for, um, for everybody who goes in to watch them forever. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you a question. Um, you know, I'm hearing you and I'm listening to what you're saying. You know, obviously you and I are in a different place than a lot of women, right? We have women that are older than us and we have women that are younger than us. Are you seeing this, this need or, you know, this desire and passion that you have in wanting women to speak up? Are you seeing that lacking in a specific age demographic um, that made you start thinking about this, you know, cause you were in corporate world and you know, you were very high up in corporate world. And so, you know, it takes, takes a lot for women like us to crawl that, that crazy ladder. And we become a little bit of a shit. You know, we have a little bit of a hardness around our shell, whereas others that don't decide to take that risk are a little more soft and, you know, we're alpha females and we already know that, but yeah. So are you seeing it in an age demographic or are you just seeing it generally? wanting to help those type of women. Yeah. I'm going to expand on that just a little bit because I kind of see it in a specific age demographic, but I'm curious to know what you have to say. That is a great question, Jen. Thank you for asking me that. And I can definitely share some clarity on that now that I know who our demographic is. So you know how we talk about stay in your lane, right? You have a niche and you have a lane. So when I started Lead Up for Women, um, you know, when it hit the drawing board uh, just about a year ago, it's just been about a year that it hit the drawing board before we launched in January. And I wanted to serve everybody. It was, I want to serve the stay at home mom. I want to be able to serve the, the in case she wants to come back into the 
uh, workforce, right? I wanted to serve um, the mamas. I wanted to serve the mompreneurs that were stay at home that work. So there's all of these. I wanted to serve every female because I wanted to change the landscape of what corporate America was for women to be able to have that equality. Mm-hmm. That is a very fine line to walk. Yes. And I figured very quickly that there was misconceptions and, and muddied messages that weren't clear enough for women to understand what the movement was about and why I was doing what I was doing. And honestly, Jen, I'm doing what I'm doing because it w- it's my purpose. And my purpose means we all landed on this earth with a purpose, whether you believe in the universe, spirit, God, um, whatever you call it. Um, I call it God. And my, my purpose, just like my unique fingerprint that we talk about a lot for Lead Up for Women, my purpose is to gather women, to educate, and to um, help them feel their best self confidence. So surrounding them with people, giving them purpose to connect, purposefully connect, bringing them together often through the luncheons that we do around the nation. Um, Yeah. Intent. Yeah. Intentional connection. And because we can all pick up the phone, right? We can call each other anytime we want. We can say, Hey, let's all get together, but we don't. And if you purposefully get them together, they'll, you know, come together. And then we're stronger in a community. We're always stronger in a community. And as I've been doing this now for several months and the clear demographic is about the age of 38 to 60. So that's about the demographic. Now, we've had a lot of younger ladies that have come into our luncheons and have participated and some of them have even joined as members. And what I'm finding is they, I, they have a fire about them. They have a, they already have what a lot of us at the age that the demographic that I'm at, we didn't, we weren't raised with that in our home. So these are girls that you and I at that age, we raised this age. Yes. Yeah. My but, daughter, she's 32. Yeah. Right. 31. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. And my daughters range from 25 to 33. So we raised this generation now that's in the workforce and my my girls are all entrepreneurs. I don't have any in the workforce working at a corporate or working. They're all, they all own their own businesses. And that's what I'm finding is they're not afraid to start their own business. It is much easier today than it ever was back when we were moms to start your own business. That was like not a thing back then, right? That was well. It was shunned. And I mean, shunned in our, our mother's lives, definitely shunned. Eyebrows way raised in right. our. Yes. I'm like, ooh. Right. For that, for our, goes out there and doesn't take care of their kids. Think of our mothers working outside of the home. That definitely wouldn't have been accepted, like you said. And then their grandmothers, no way. Um, our grandmothers, which would be their mothers. So as as society and culture is starting to grasp and starting to accept and the landscape is slowly changing, 
really what I've decided is the main focus of Lead Up for Women. And that's why we talk about why are you trying to fit in? You're not supposed to fit in. You're supposed to stand out. And you're different because you're meant to be different. Right. And don't, don't, don't put, push that down and suppress that. Let's, let's teach you how to tap into that. Let's help you drop the shell, become extremely vulnerable, as Brene Brown talks a lot about, become extremely vulnerable and live life for its fullest for what your life is, whatever that may be. That If I motivate someone to decide they've always wanted to hike the Grand Canyon and one day they say, you know what, I'm hiking the Grand Canyon and they go do it, I feel like I did my job. I feel like I gave them what they needed, which was purpose and belief in themselves. That they don't have to wait for whoever to give them permission to to go. Yeah. You know, and you mentioned something on your radio show the other day, um, and I didn't comment on it because I was listening in to some of the other speakers, but I'm going to show you this. It's, um, and I'm, the only reason why I'm showing this because now it's just reminded me that, that you had said that and something that I say all the time, which is be yourself. yourself. Everybody else is taken. Yeah. It's about not fitting in and about standing out and, and shining a light on you. And I keep this on my desk all the time. I'm looking at it every time I'm making phone calls and mm-hmm. that along with a picture of the blessed mother, just to get my act together. Right. Mm-hmm. Gotta have nice balance for myself. Yeah. And, um, but I really love that you're saying that. And one of the things that I, uh, and by the way, let me just kind of say this real quick. I'm going to take a little dive here into, into a little rabbit hole. Guys, if you're listening and you say, okay, this is all about women. Let me tell you something. You have so many women around your, your, you, if you're in that age demographic of being in your late twenties to early thirties, your mom needs to listen to this podcast. If you're a wife, you know, you have a spouse and you're in our age demographic, she needs yeah. to listen. If you have a manager, they need to listen, right? If you mm-hmm. have a sales team and they're, and they're women, they mm-hmm. need to listen in on this. So don't discount anything that we're talking about, you know, and say, oh, this is a women, a woman's podcast this week. It isn't. It's for you. And especially if you're a manager in corporate world, it's so important that you understand what women are thinking and challenged with right now. And um, so stick with us, you know, stick with us mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, you know, so this reminds me, Colleen, I, I uh, spoke at an event a couple of weeks ago for Fannie Mae and um, offered strategy sessions for everybody. And one of the gals that called me, she said, I don't want to do any coaching. What I want in the strategy session is how I deal with my female boss because I'm feeling suppressed by my female boss. And so I thought it was kind of interesting. And she's about 23, 24, very young, just out of college. Maybe she's a little bit older. Um, And I thought it was kind of interesting that she was going through these struggles of how do I let her know that I'm, you know, I'm trapped in this, uh, this coma, so to speak, the outward side's a coma, and I'm screaming inside, you know, to be able to be let up. And I'm so excited that you're having this on August 13th, because that's what I was writing a few minutes earlier, is just a reminder to send the link to her Mm -hmm. so she can listen in, you know, and hear from other people and not just me. Um, So I just, I absolutely love what you're doing, and I think it's it's paramount. And I don't want to talk any further about the fact that I'm writing a book around this area, it'll be coming out and you guys will all hear it. And Colleen's probably going to read it. Read it. Yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm um, excited. I, I think the more resources we have and the more voices we have and, 
And the more women that we are able to interview and the more luncheons we have, the, the more companies um, and movements pop up for, for women and men. It's not you know just all about the women. And you made a very good point earlier. And I'd like to make the point that my partner in this business is a male. Yeah. I don't have a female partner. This isn't all women, you know, Ooh. hear me roar, right? And we're we're just going and suppressing the man. My husband and my partner in this business, they're with me at every single luncheon. They're the only two that travel with. Yeah. So it's me and them and I couldn't do this without the support of my husband and and um and and he you know he does all of our videos for us he does all of our you know technology side of things and we i i just couldn't do this without him and i couldn't do this without my partner who's a male and they support women because they want to see their daughters they want to see like i said we have three daughters and they all own their own businesses we want them to be empowered and we want them to be empowering our granddaughters yeah of course able to just, it's about the confidence. It's about believing in yourself yeah. so that you just know I, I'm worth it. I am worth it. I am beautiful. I can do what it is that I need to do in my life. And I don't need to allow somebody else to tell me what I am or what I'm not. And I think that was my biggest regret in life was allowing myself to get <clears throat> down because somebody judged me because I wasn't the mother dropping my child off um, at school at 8.30 and then picking them up at 2.30. I was dropping them off at 6 a.m., picking them up at 6 p.m., but they also are engineers and own their own businesses, so I didn't screw them up that bad. Yeah, that no, I know. I know. Isn't that funny? I like, you know, my kids were raised with that. You know, in fact, I was just writing, as I was telling you, I was just finishing up a chapter in a book that I'm contributing to. And uh, the kids were reminding me again this weekend that, you know, back then when, when I was climbing that ladder of success, they would always say, you know, mom's cooking, so let's order out, right? Mom's cooking, so let's go out. Mom's cooking, so let's buy pizza. Mm -hmm because that was the way that the life was, right? And I, I grew up and I learned. And so if we can manifest that in people that are younger and really help them see it, I think that's going to be, we're going to have a better society as we're moving forward. But to your point about, about men, one of the things that I wanted to just mention real quickly is that, you know, and I remember when the internet came out and I was like, oh, it's just a flash in the pan. It's not going to happen. And now it's here to stay. And so people that aren't I just talked to a client of mine yesterday, ironically, coaching, and she said she has a client. She's a mortgage lender. She okay. has a client that doesn't have email. And she's like, I don't know how I can do the loan because we're so techie that we can't go back, right? Oh, yeah. And, um, so she said, I set them up with an email account just so I could communicate with them. And, uh, but, you know, it's not a flash in the pan. And I think that this, this is beyond movement for women. It's a new era. It's a new season. Um, and men that don't uh, bring this in to them and you know I what's that word cuddle it I don't want to say cuddle it but that don't uh, embrace it that was the word I was looking for men that don't embrace uh, this change are going to get lost Mm -hmm. in the shuffle yeah and they're going to then probably 40 years from now have their own movement (laughs) to bring them back up Right. Which I actually really believe is going to happen in the next two to 
four years, I believe there's going to be a little bit of a surge on the other end. And I say that because I believe that this is a huge change for men and there is a slight struggle. There's the Me Too movement, which is now they're not really sure how do I act in a workplace? Can I say that to her because of the abuse side of these things, right? So any movement can 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 shift the pendulum one way clear on the other side it's not healthy right it's not healthy and i think it really is just about uh for my message for men is understanding that what we bring to a workplace and what you bring to a workplace is both so unique Mm -hmm. but we i believe we need both and uh, we we need to be able to work side by side uh be compatible uh, and really not focus on gender. Just really focus on the the the, the, the job that we have at hand, our responsibilities. And I think it's about focusing on people. Really focus on people. If you start with focusing on people and really be authentic to what people need and their needs, that will give you the retention because you have to give them a purpose that's greater than themselves. And that's what I'm doing is trying to give women a purpose that's greater than themselves for them to to want to strive for more. Yeah. You know, and inherently men don't have the same um, lack of confidence, um, second guessing, intuition that women that women have. And so it's hard for them to understand how women, you know, like get over it. Stop it. Just you know, do, <laughs> do but they don't understand that we we go through a mental process of of uh, even saying one thing, you know, it's a whole mental process. Will it come out this way? Will it come out that way? Instead of just blurting it out, which is better because we're, we're more articulate at what we're saying. Right. However, uh, men don't understand that because they, they don't understand that, you know, they just blurt out a lot of times. They don't have that thought. Matter of fact, we, we tease my husband all the time. And I can say this because I love a man, right? We yeah. tease him all the time. is like, wait five seconds before you say something. Let it filter. Before you, before you say something, because it could come across the wrong way, it could come across as being brash, work, you know, in the professional or our personal lives, right? It can come come across the wrong way because there's just not this this delayed uh, this delayed um, uh, strategy that you know that we go through. So um, hopefully, men will understand that as well. You know, and that, and that we're all going to be able to work together. Great, but I do see that with men. Um, I be, I've actually seen it at our church. Um, they now have um, a men's program called the Man in You, and it's trying to get the man out of you, right, and try to make you more vulnerable. And so, I think that they're softening some of the the men so that the genders can come together and be equal. We've evolved over time. I mean, look back at it, you know, forever and, and in the, you know, in back when we um, had to live off the land. So we're talking, you know, BC. So uh, the women were the providers, the women took care of the babies. We were so powerful. We can create an entire human being, right. you know, and grow them inside of our bodies, but it takes the opposite sex for us to be able to do that. That's why, God knew we were compatible from the beginning and then we need each other and it hasn't changed, whether it's in the workforce or it's raising a family or whatever it may be. And so I love it that more men are stepping up and I have a a lot of female friends that their husbands are musicians. So they stay at home with the children all day. 
their wife goes to corporate America and uh, travels and they um, may play uh, as a musician in the evenings on the weekends or something. And so that's their role. Call that team. <laughs> that's the role in their family and it's teamwork. It really is. It's all teamwork. Right. And it doesn't matter if you're a male or a female um, or who your partner is. Uh, it's teamwork. So yeah. if it's a, a mother helping a daughter raise her kids because the father passed away or is no longer in their life, it's teamwork. It takes two people. I've seen yeah. it firsthand. I've had, um, I have a son-in-law that's in the military and often my daughter will uh, stay right. with, she lives in yeah, Virginia. Yeah. And, um, and it's hard. It's yeah. really hard for her to have those babies by herself. And it just, really signifies to me and and um and clarifies that it's we need a community it takes a community it takes a tribe to make change and a tribe meaning all women across the world and we are so blessed in the united states for what our rights are as women can you imagine just stepping into another country where they haven't quite caught up yet And I'm very thankful that we have women in in six other countries that listen to our podcast because I'm reaching women in another country, which makes me feel really good. Okay, so let's let's switch gears here as we kind of you know we're towards our our, um, the end and uh, talk about business specifically because you you were in the corporate off you know the corporate Mm -hmm. environment for those people that are listening in, what are some some maybe one or two tips that you could give on creating the, you know, the empathy, the inclusion. I'm not asking you to speak to men. I'm asking you to speak to both is what are some ways that we can get people to uh, speak up? What are, what are some tactics or strategies, um, exercises, words that we could use um, to start getting people to start speaking up? The very first one I would recommend uh, would be to uh, protect your time. And I say that with um, a couple comments were made as I left, like, oh, what is it like to have your own schedule and not report to the man, you know? It's not about that. I said, I wish I would have realized this five, 10 years ago. Even if you're in corporate America, you own your time. You set your schedule. So when you have deadlines or you're working on projects in another department, wants to come in and wants to cannibalize on your time, your responsibility for you to be the most effective at what you do, just like we would as entrepreneurs, you have to to say yes to things, you have to say no to things, and you have to delegate. So that's number one. And the exercise you do is you put a piece of paper on your desk, honestly, and you write, take, give back, and delegate. Anything you're taking should be an absolute emergency It should be something that nobody else can make the decision on but you. The second one is give back. 80% of everything should be give back. Someone's coming to you, have them solve the problem or figure it out or give it to who needs to be the one to do that. It doesn't always need to be you. Your responsibility is to be able to lead and have the culture and be able to monitor uh, the course of the company. So let me stop you on that one just for a second, because again, this same client I was speaking to yesterday, we talked about the difference between enabling your staff and empowering Mm -hmm. your staff. 
Mm. And what she does is that she enables them because they keep coming to her with questions and she just keeps solving the problem. And we're trying to, right now, we're working through uh, figuring out where does that stem from that she feels that need? Is it her reputation and control or is it the, the sense of worth that she's the only one who can answer it? Um, and we're trying to work through that so that she can understand that the only way for her to have a quality of life, which is, as you know, and everybody who's listening knows that I really, really focus on this lifestyle business mastery, is making sure that she has time for herself. And she said, I can't ever go anywhere. And I said, the reason why you can't is because you're enabling them and you're not empowering mm -hmm. them. You're not deflecting the question and saying, what would you do? What resources have you reached out to, to solve the problem? Because once they learn how to do that, they won't come to you as often. Mm -hmm. And if you can quote, be away, you know, while you're still in the city and and do this and start playing with it and start um, executing on it, you're going to feel much more comfortable leaving for two weeks to go someplace, right? But instead, yeah. she won't go anywhere. So it's um, really interesting She's that the you said that. in the wheel. So there's a lot of books out there that talk about this. And this is very common on what I coached on uh, when I was with the little gym. And uh, she, by just solving the problem, it's easier, it's faster. But, I'll do it myself. Right. So yep. she's never going to be able to step back. By teaching them and asking them to go solve the problem, she's actually leading. Yep. She's only managing right now. Yeah. When she's leading, yep. she's teaching people how to learn and for them to solve problems. Right. Be self-sufficient. Right now is all she's doing. Yeah. 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 And, you know, the example I had used, which is, you know, so that people can understand a little bit better, you know, is that when you have a two or three-year-old that comes up to you and wants you to open up a carton of milk for them, a little baby carton of milk or a sippy cup or whatever, you know, the sippy orange juice things, you can, it's just easier to do it yourself, right? Mm -hmm. But at some point... You're going to have to teach them how to do that. And they're going to spill it and they're going to, you know, the little thing will shoot out <laughs> right of the straw. All those things will happen. But if you don't teach them, you'll be doing that for them when they're 30. The other thing is it has to slow down business. I've worked for a company like this. The funnel becomes extremely tight and you cannot move forward and you can't be agile you can't be quick on your feet you're not going to be able to move quickly in the market because you're sabotaging yourself yeah because every decision has to come through you and i can imagine to try and keep staff must be very difficult there because the retention no one's working for what they want they're working for whatever the boss wants and people don't work for leaders yeah. Anymore. And, and, you know, it's funny you say that because I use this phrase all the time, which is, you know, slow down so you can speed up instead of speeding up and then having to slow down. And this is exactly what, you know, we're talking about here with that. So I love that point. So I just I had interjected that and kind of go a little deeper with that one. So mm -hmm. now we have we have take, we have give. And now the third aspect delegate. is delegate, which is exactly what your uh, your client is going through. So. And then the, the, the delegate would be that it's your responsibility because someone's come to you and it needs to go to a different department or delegate to somebody else. Yeah. Uh, and so if you do this exercise, you're going to realize how much, this would be a great exercise for her, 
how much she's actually doing in a week because she doesn't realize quick little decisions that she's solving. Uh, she's going to, she's going to realize how much she's taking from the team and what she's not. Yeah. Giving. Who's working for him? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's a good, <laughs> it's a good business exercise. or does your business own you? Yeah. 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 That's the other thing. Yeah. I coach on that exact same thing. Are you tired of your business owning you? Do you want to own your business? No one owns a business so that you have to work, you know, 27 hours a day, never go on vacation and never see your family. Yeah. Usually yeah. the reasons why people own their own businesses are so they can make more money spend more time with their family, travel, have the life they want to live. And I'm laughing because most people don't get that unless they figure no. it out, right? And, and the other thing is you have to have a plan. So yes. the other piece of advice I would give anybody, if you're an entrepreneur, if you own, a, if you're in corporate America, you have to have a yearly plan. So mm -hmm. the plan has to be written down for goals for what you want. And then you have to inform everybody around you Everyone, including your family, if you're an entrepreneur, what those goals are. So as a team, everyone respects it when you have a goal. And if your goals be, you know, internationally speaking, you have to travel out of the country a lot and you might miss one or two grandchild's birthdays. Everybody's not angry with you because you explain to them, this is, these are my goals at the end of the year. So therefore I need everyone to buy in and understand that. Yeah. And, um, but you know, it goes for all business including your staff. They need yeah. to know because it's the constant, hey, do you have a minute? Do you have a minute? Do you have a minute? They need to understand that too so that your entire team and your whole office can be on the same page, you know, not with, maybe not with your personal goal, but with your business goal, right? In that particular, yeah. in that particular instance. Absolutely. Um, that's awesome. Well, again, Colleen, thank you so much for joining us today. Now, if someone wants to connect with you and, and you know, how do we open the door with you? What is the best way for us to reach you? There's, so the two best ways to reach me is you can go to our website, which is www.leadupforwomen.com. Everything's out there. Connect with a free newsletter. We are membership-based, so uh, we invite you to join our membership. Uh, you can also send an email to info at leadupforwomen.com. Go straight to my email box. Right. So I get all those emails. And uh, that's the quickest way for people to connect with us. Yep. And again, your your upcoming webinar is August 13th. We have one on the 13th, and then we have a is that, luncheon. Is that complimentary as well? The, the um, webinar is complimentary. The luncheon is um, $60 to $75, depending upon um, if you're registering in a group or an individual. That's in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, and that all the information is on our website under events. And we do them from 11 to 2, so it's three hours. We have panelists lined up. Uh, you can go on the, the website and see all the information. And we also feed you. It's a beautiful location. So that, obviously, we, yeah. <laughs> we also feed you. Well, so I, you know, we just go? I've been to some luncheons where I wasn't fed. So I'm just oh, saying. Yeah, no, that, don't call it a luncheon. Yeah. And it's usually uh -huh. gourmet food. It's always really great. Right. Right. Um, okay. So what's one of your favorite quotes or a mantra that you live by that you'd like to share with everybody? Uh, my favorite quote is be yourself because everybody else has taken exactly what you have on your desk. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and love one another, you know, do, do unto others as you would have them do unto you treat others exactly the way you want to be treated. Love everybody because really that's what we've got to give. And there needs to be more love in this world. Yeah. 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 
Awesome. Well, with that, I'm going to close out today and thank everyone for listening in, especially you men. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end and, and learning a little bit more about how you can make yourself more powerful too, right? And advance your career and have a better life, you know, around all the women that you're, you're with now. So now you'll understand what they're, what they're thinking. Um, and I want to say thank you to everybody who listens in. Uh, again, please write a review. I love hearing reviews and seeing reviews and, you know, keep the questions coming. Uh, really, really look forward to um, the opportunity to chat with each and every one of you if you have questions. And again, thank you for taking time in your day to spend with us today. We'll catch you next time on Stop Talking, Take Action, Go Get Some Results. Thank you for listening to Stop Talking, Take Action, Get Results. Can't get enough and want more? Visit jenduplessis.com to book Jen to speak at your event or company or learn about her coaching programs. You can schedule your private strategy session with Jen by texting strategy to 66866. If you want to multiply your results in record time while working less and having a life, contact Jen today. Thanks again and be sure to tune in next week.